Hello everybody, this is Jessica and Sadie, and you're listening to The Amazing Rewatch, and we are talking about the season four finale, episode 13. 13 episodes in this finale, no double episodes in this this season. season. Oh, that's what I meant to say, no, (laughs) 13 episodes in this season, no double episodes. Yeah. So it seemed like a long season. I was gonna say (laughs) that, I feel like this one dragged on a lot. Yeah. And also... It took us a lot longer to watch it than yeah some of the others. So it seemed like a really long season to watch, but also they went to like the sh- the least amount of countries. In yeah, the they season. had a lot of like they stayed in the country. Yeah, um, that they were in previously. I think they only went to eight countries. We can kind of do a little recap. So we started in Italy, then we went to Austria, then France, then the Netherlands. Then India, then Malaysia, then South Korea, then Australia. So that's not very many countries mm-hmm. in a season. But no. We'll get to more recaps at the end of the episode, but we'll start off the beginning of this episode. We have David and Jeff, the first team to leave. Uh, last episode, it was still the top three teams, uh, but it was a non-elimination. So we're starting with those three teams again. David and Jeff depart the pit stop at 1.47 a.m., and the clue says to make your way to Chabukai, Chabukai <laughs> Aboriginal Park. I don't know, actually. I didn't take notes for the oh. first few minutes. It's spelled T-J-A-P-U-K-A-I. And Chabukai? Yeah, in Aboriginal Park. And join a traditional ceremony with fire, and then you'll get your next clue. Then Riken and Chip leave at 2.14, so they're about half an hour behind. And John and Kelly leave at 2.38, so they're about an hour behind David and Jeff. But it doesn't matter, because that park doesn't arrive until, I mean, it doesn't open until 6 a.m., mm-hmm. so. Um, they all arrive there, the gates open at 6 a.m., and it is so annoying how they all are, like, running in so fast yeah. to beat each other, but they all just have to stand there and watch this ceremony, and. The clue literally tells them they have to join a ceremony. Like, yeah. They're not going to be rushing anything and it kind of seems disrespectful to me yeah when they're running i thought the same thing but the ceremony looked cool there was all these um guys in the clothing and yeah yeah, like and playing didgeridoos yeah (laughs) and doing pretty cool stuff and they find the clue they get the clues and it says drive to the general aviation terminal at the karen karns karens (laughs) airport (laughs) And it's interesting because it doesn't say drive yourself to the airport to go to this place, you know, to go to your next blah, blah, blah. It's drive drive to the aviation terminal. So it's like, oh. Yeah. I kind of know what they're going to be doing. (laughs) Yeah. While they're driving there, it seems like it's kind of rainy. The roads are kind of slick. They're trying to pass each other, even though, again, I don't know how that's even possible when they're all going the speed limit. Mm -hmm. But Chip is like kind of like was it going into a roundabout yeah so he was trying really hard to pass john mm-hmm. and john was saying at this point chip, chip is just annoying yeah and they were he was like trying to pass him and it was kind of rainy and yeah he goes to pass john but it's like start of a roundabout and he like starts to fishtail and kind of get out of control and he tips his car <laughs> yeah on the edge of the road and john and gilly john and kelly are like oh my gosh oh my gosh 
And then she says, keep going. They're fine. They're fine. <laughs> yeah. She's like, they're fine. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And John was like, see? And he was just laughing. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. And yeah, I kind of feel like he deserves it. He's been an annoying He's driver. Been like that. Yeah. This whole time. So whatever. And they're okay. Obviously, yeah. if they would have gotten hurt, we would not be saying this, but yeah. they're fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, they get to that airport terminal or airport. Yeah. Aviation terminal. And it's a detour, and the choices are wing it or wander it. And wing it is skydiving. And I didn't get the statistics or whatever. Basically, you have to skydive, and then you'll get your clue. <laughs> he said it's a frightening task, but will be done quick. Yeah. Or wander it is you drive to a mangrove farm, you get in a boat and navigate the forest, and then get to that skydive landing zone to get the clue. Mm-hmm. So it's not scary, but it might take a long time. Mm -hmm. Which, by the time it takes them to get up in the air in those airplanes and for six people to jump out. I know. Would it be that much Maybe like the third team would have been faster doing the other detour. But nobody did. (laughs) David and Jeff are the first plane to go up. John and Kelly the second. And Riken and Chip the third. They all do (laughs) the skydiving. And Riken says skydiving is less scary than being in that car with chip driving that is so telling of kind of how he's been this whole time reagan's probably just like holding on for dear life every time he gets in that car with chip yeah and then kelly is super scared she's up in the plane and she's like she says i can't do this which i'm like well you're going to you're all the way up there yeah and she said it's good they didn't give me a chance to think he was like strapped onto her back and he just yeah he just goes too bad. So, while they're going down, David and Jeff are doing kind of like a voiceover thing, and it says Steve. I saw that. I'm like, it, but it was David who was talking, and it said Steve. Yeah, that was really. It, it wasn't like random. the like the Amazing Race subtitles. It was Paramount Plus's subtitles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Very random. Yeah. Anyways, they land first, so they get the clue, and it says. Fly to the island of Hawaii, the big island. Choose a car and drive to the Kalana Bay, which is the southernmost point of the United States. When they said this, I'm like, Hawaii again? Yeah. My gosh. I was excited, though, because I just went to the big island less than a year ago. So, like, all these places that they went were places that I have been. Oh, really? And it was really cool. So, yeah, I have been to the southernmost point of the United States. Hmm. And the southernmost bakery of the United States. Bakery? yeah that's cool it's supposed to be really good but we got there kind of at the end of the day and like all the pastries and stuff were sold out there was Uh, one slice of cheesecake left and it was pretty good it was pretty good (laughs) that's good (laughs) um yeah so john and kelly land and Riken and chip land from the skydiving and they're heading to the cairns airport chip tells their taxi driver to go to domestic but the other two go to international yeah and then this is the beginning of a bunch of stuff. This is yeah. a, this airport stuff is major in this episode. Yep. So Chip and Riken, they're familiar with the Qantas Airlines and they for some reason are like no to go to the domestic terminal because they can still get help with international. Mm-hmm. I don't know. David and Jeff have their heart set on getting to Sydney and they don't even look at other options. Yeah. And very weird. Yeah. <laughs> and 
David and Jeff go to the Qantas counter in International, they basically just say, how do we get to Sydney? Yeah. Yeah. They don't even ask, like, is there a flight that gets to Hawaii sooner, you know? Yeah. Like, or is our best option going to Sydney? They're just so convinced that since Sydney is a bigger airport, they're going to have more options there, more flights going out. Because they're in, like, the northern part of Australia. Mm-hmm. They're close to Yeah, like Asia, Asia, South Asia, yeah. Anyway, this is a major disaster for them. We'll see in a few minutes, but... Because they do Kelly, get on, like, an immediate flight to go to Sydney. Yeah, they leave, like, right away and get to Sydney. But once they get to Sydney, they don't have a ticket to get to Honolulu or anywhere else in Hawaii from Sydney. And there's a couple of things that are already booked. Mm-hmm. And they didn't get they didn't book anything before they left to go to Sydney. Yeah. That was a major mistake. Um, so Riken and Chip and John and Kelly both get on a flight from Cairns to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have a flight from Tokyo to Honolulu. Honolulu. With a forty five minute connection. Yes. The connection, yeah, is tight. We're just gonna tell you right now, David and Jeff stay in Sydney for a long time. Yeah, they're like, they get to Sydney, they're trying to find any way. They're like, can we go to Tokyo? Can we go to Seoul? Can we go to, I don't know, they said like, why didn't you ask that stuff before? Yeah, like maybe if you would have done this mm-hmm. in So they're the stressed airport. out. They're <laughs> yeah. kind of, they're, they're there by themselves. They are not going to be mentioned for a while. Nope. <laughs> Goodbye, David and Jeff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <Yeah. laughs> So we will be only talking about Chip and Riken and David and... John and Kelly. Yeah, John and Kelly for pretty much the rest of the episode. Anyways, (laughs) we land in Tokyo and it is crazy. Yeah, it's wild. The John and Kelly, they ask, how do we get to the Terminal 1? Because they have to switch terminals. How do we get to Terminal 1? Yeah, and they still have to get their boarding passes. mm -hmm. So this lady, she points them to the direction of this bus... And so they run as fast as they can there. And then they get on the bus and the doors close and they see this lady running after the bus. And she's like waving at them and she's like saying like, no. And Kelly's like, that was the lady that helped us. We, we, sh- we made a mistake. We should have looked. We should have looked at the we board. We made a mistake, blah, blah, blah. Hurricane and Chip. I don't know how they, I'm kind of confused on how they did it differently, but they get to the terminal and to the gate or earlier than John and Kelly. And they get their boarding pass there at the gate. Mm-hmm. But they're like 25 minutes before the doors close. So they're good. John and Kelly get to that terminal, but not at the gate. And they're like at the ticketing counters trying to get people to get them a boarding pass. And they're telling them, no, and we can't do it here. You have to go somewhere else. So they're kind of running around like crazy. And, and there's this like sweet little Japanese lady that's mm-hmm. running around with them, trying to get them, got them on the right bus. She got on the bus with them and went to she, like, told the, the bus driver to drive fast. Yeah. She was trying her hardest to get them on yeah. that flight. She was so helpful. But they get to that, the door, basically, and there's a guy who's in charge of the flight, and he basically, he just says no. He said, the flight leaves in five minutes. I can't let you on. Yeah. You can't, you don't have your boarding passes yet. They're begging him and begging him. And he does not give in. Even the lady who came with them is standing there bathing yeah. him in Japanese. And he's saying, no, 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 no. So he's like, but there's another flight to Honolulu. And they're like, no, it, it doesn't matter. We like, have to be on this one. <laughs> they do not get on. No. So Rankin and Chip are the only ones on this flight. And they're lucky because they booked 
economy and they got seated in first class. Yeah. Which looked super comfy. That was nice. Because <laughs> that's probably quite the flight. Tokyo to Hawaii. I wonder how long that is. It's probably seven or eight hours. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, but Kelly and John do get on a flight that gets in about like an hour and five minutes later. So it's yeah. really not, it's not too serious. Yeah. But it is, you just don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, that guy was like, there's another one that goes in like an hour. Like, Relax. Chill out. <laughs> They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> so Reg and Chip land in the Kona airport on the big island and they get in their vehicle and head to Kalana Bay. Kalana Bay. The Kona Airport, I just wanted to say, it's like an open air airport. So they have like basically just a series of huts that are kind of next to each other, but with like a lot of open air space in between. So there's like a little roof over the baggage claim and like the ticket counters and security and stuff. But like while you're waiting at the gates, you're just kind of like sitting outside. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Palm Springs Airport is pretty outside. Yeah. Have you been there? I have not. We just went to the Long Beach airport and there was, it was kind of outside too. I like it like that. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about this island. Okay. Because we've already told you about two other islands in Hawaii because we keep going to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> so Hawaii is the largest island of Hawaii, of the state of Hawaii. <laughs> and it's also the largest island of the United States. And it is the southernmost of the Hawaiian Islands. It's an area of about 4,028 square miles, which is 63% of the Hawaiian archipelago's landmass, but it only has about 13% of Hawaii's population. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Most of the island is volcanoes. Yeah. So there's five volcanoes on the mm-hmm. island. The island of Hawaii is the third largest island in Polynesia behind North and South islands of new zealand also interesting (laughs) (laughs) and as of the 2020 census the population was only 200,000. and the county seat and largest town is hilo and there are no incorporated cities in hawaii county and the hawaiian island is known for the two main towns like the kona kona and hilo Mm -hmm. two main towns there mauna kea is the tallest mountain in the world when you measure it from its base at the seafloor. At the bottom of the ocean. It's the only... Mauna Kea... So that's one of the volcanoes. Is the only place in Hawaii that receives snowfall. Or annual snowfall. So every year. Mount Kilauea, another volcano on that island, has been erupting since January 3rd, 18, oh, 1983. <laughs> making it the world's most active volcano. And since 2012, the eruption zone from Kilauea has produced 499 new acres of land. Yeah, it just kind of like rushes out into the sea and then it hardens and it's more land. That's That's why the big island is the biggest. Yeah, it keeps (laughs) growing. So this this thing is something new I learned. The antipode. Antipode. Do you know what that word means, sir? What would you guess? has to do with geography. I don't know. An antipode is a person that lives on exactly the other side of the planet. So the antipodes for all Hawaiians are people living in Botswana. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. That is a new term. I have not heard that before. And so I was looking up antipodes for like Utah and stuff like that, which is basically the middle of the Indian Ocean. There's like nothing Mm -hmm. in the 
continental U.S. <laughs> that connects to mm. anywhere on the other side of the world. So that's not very fun. <laughs> <laughs> not China. Like the joke, like when you, if you dig all the way through the earth, you're yeah. going to come out in China. Nope. <laughs> we'll just land in the ocean. Huh. Yep. That's all I have. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I went there in September of 2022. So it's been almost a year and it was so fun. And we flew into Kona, so it's, like, very interesting how different the two sides of the island are. So there's the Kona side, which is the west side, and it's, like, really dry, actually. It's not, I mean, it's still tropical, but it's not, like, the lush green that you, like, think of when you think of Hawaii. But then the Hilo side is, like, the wettest city in the country, I think. They get, like, 300 and something days of rain a year. And the day that we, well, we stayed there for, we did a split stay. So we stayed on Kona for three nights, I think. And then we stayed in Hilo for three nights. And it rained most of the time and it was the coolest thing. We stayed in this little, it was an Airbnb basically. And it was like on somebody's farm. And it was just like this little like outbuilding that they had. And we just had the windows open and you could just hear the frogs croaking all night and like the rain going and it was amazing that's cool but one thing that we did is we went up to the top of not to the top but we went up to Mauna Kea and did a stargazing tour Hmm. and we had to have parkas like they gave us parkas because it was so cold up there oh really yeah it was crazy but it was really cool because we were like you're above the clouds so you can see the stars really really well and there's no light from any cities because there are hardly no like towns you know mm-hmm. so it was really cool wow i would love to go back there I want to go there. yeah and we swam with manta rays that was like one of the coolest things i've ever done in my life so yes the big island of hawaii is my favorite i haven't been to any of the others but it <laughs> can't get much better than yeah because <laughs> it's like the first one that i've been to so i feel like everything is gonna have to live up to that and so did you have a flight from salt lake to like, did you have a layover? How did you get there? Um, we flew, let's see, layover in Vegas on the way there, and then Vegas to Kona. And then on the way back, it was Kona to Seattle, Seattle to Salt Lake. So Cool. I want to go. Yeah. It was really fun. Okay. Well, now where are we at? <laughs> so, wrecking and ship land at the airport. We get in the vehicle and drive to that southernmost point of America. And John and Kelly land not too far behind them. Raikin and Chip hit some traffic. At um, this point, I think they say, like, we haven't seen David and Jeff, but we, they probably found a way to get here. Yeah. And then we have, like, a five-second cutback to them getting on the plane in Sydney. Yeah. And <laughs> then we come back. Yeah. So When the other teams have already landed. In yeah, they're Hawaii. in Hawaii already. And anyway, so once Raikin and Chip arrive to that bay, they open the clue, and it's a roadblock says, who's a strong swimmer and good with a hammer? <laughs> that was so silly. Like, some of them, they tried to do, like, a, a pun or, yeah. like, a play on words. But, no, this, this one was very straightforward. Very literal. Yeah. <laughs> the task is you have to swim out, and there's, like, these little, like, floating tikis. You have to dive down and grab a rock that has a clue inside of it. And then swim with the rock back to the shore and chip open the rock to get the clue. And chip... <laughs> Chip does the chipping. (laughs) (laughs) 
So he swims out, he gets the rock pretty easily, but he comes back and he's like trying a few different methods to chip away at the rock and he's not quite getting it. And meanwhile, John and Kelly are like on their way. And so you're like, oh, maybe they'll catch up. But Mm -hmm. he does get it before they get there. And the clue says to drive yourself to Hawaii Volcanoes National Park to a lookout point and then follow the marked path like on the lava field to your next clue. And John and Kelly seem to arrive not far after mm-hmm. breaking a chip. but And John does it, of course. <laughs> well, Kelly says that she can't swim with the sharks. And I'm wondering yeah. if that means that maybe it's like her time of the month and she's like, uh, I can't okay. do this. I can't swim right now. That makes sense. Yeah. I didn't get that. <laughs> but I, I, wouldn't dare, I wouldn't risk it. I know. I'd be like, oh, you do this one. <laughs> But he's done pretty much every rope block, it seems like. So Yeah. And he decides to do it completely naked. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. He's like, I don't want my underwear to get wet. So he just, like, strips down. And <laughs> and not only does he swim naked, he also hammers away at the rock naked. <laughs> and just... all the jokes that Kelly is making, they cracked me yeah. up. She's like, it's Adam making his first house. That's the title of this episode. Oh, yeah. And, like, look at that big rock. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, all the innuendos and stuff. It was pretty funny. Yeah, and... He's literally like squatting there. I know. I mean, and put naked. some shorts on. <laughs> Poor cameraman is probably like, what? seriously? <laughs> oh, I didn't sign up for that kind of show. <laughs> naked and afraid. Yeah. <laughs> but they have a good time. I just like that they make things fun every once in a yeah. while. Yeah. I really liked them this episode. Mm-hmm. They were like really supportive and just cohesive. So Riken and Chip arrive to that volcano national park and get go along that path get to the next clue and it says make your way to the anchor of the uss arizona and when i first hear that i'm like oh they just have to go to the next island yeah and that will be like the finish line yeah but no the anchor is in phoenix arizona yeah which is 2900 miles away that was a missed opportunity like why didn't they have them go to oahu and like go to the uss arizona at pearl harbor and then say now go to the anchor oh or if people were like thinking they're like oh we just have to go to oahu and we'll get there and somebody they go the wrong place that would have been bad that that would be a big mistake <laughs> it says phoenix arizona on i know the i'm just clue. saying if they didn't say phoenix oh. if they would have just told them oh. you have to get to the anchor of the uss arizona they're like oh let's go to oahu i see if they just like left that part out yeah, yeah that would have been interesting interesting <laughs> yeah well now they know they have to get another flight, so there's the two airports on the island, Hilo and Kona. Hilo, according to Riken. Oh. He's like, let's go to Hilo. It surprised me, actually, because Hilo is a much smaller airport. Kona's pretty small anyway. So I was like, there's not that many flights out of Hilo. But they say that, but they don't go to that one, do they? Because they, they do. end up at the same airport. No. They, they Could- flew, Chip and Riken flew from Hilo to Honolulu. And oh, John and Kelly flew yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. Kona to Honolulu. I was going to say they end up at the same airport. Yeah. So okay. they did meet up, but yeah. yeah. Okay. So they both make it to Honolulu at some point to get on the same flight to Phoenix, which mm-hmm. is going to get in at 8.15 a.m. Yeah. So while they're at the Honolulu airport, both teams are kind of just asking people if they know where this anchor is or what's the address and how to get there, which is a good idea because if... They're heading to Phoenix. They probably are. Some of them are from there. Yeah. And have no, they know where it is and how to get there. Riken and Chip get like a very exact address. And 1700 and, Washington Street. <laughs> yeah. Very exact. And John and Kelly don't. They kind of get an idea, but not 
Mm-hmm. They don't know exactly where they're going. In my notes here, I was like, we're headed to the final city. Are we ever going to see David and Jeff again? <laughs> Not <No>. yet. <laughs> that kind of makes me sad. I, I really know. thought that they, if they would have been on that the flight, they probably could have won. But Yeah. <sighs> we'll say more about that at the end. Yeah. So they land in Phoenix, and Chip and Riken have gotten smaller backpacks. Oh, I didn't even notice. I think it kind of like starts to become a thing in later seasons that people just leave their backpacks in the final city. They don't even bring their stuff with them. That's a lot of money. I know. And you're not guaranteed to win that million dollars. I would maybe ask somebody at the airport, be like, if I give you $100, will you like ship this to my address? Send this to my house. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, because preparing for the rice probably is not cheap. Oh, no. Not at all. And you're not going to for sure win a million dollars. So I'd be like... And you're um, off work for like a month. Yeah. And <laughs> I need that stuff back. <laughs> I need to sell it because I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> yeah. I got fired to be on this show. Okay. So they're both... Both the teams are in taxis. John gives his taxi driver a hundred dollars to t- make him go faster. They're just like throwing money yeah. at these taxi drivers. Yeah. They really want them to go faster. And they're probably very happy that they all speak English. Yeah. Because that was a big deal. And Chip and Riken were on the first row of that plane. Yeah. Which I think gave them a little bit of a time advantage. Mm -hmm. And John and Kelly had said, I think somebody said four rows behind them. So they were still pretty close to the front. But that is a couple minutes extra. I I think Riken really, yeah, Riken really knew exactly where they were going. Because he said that the taxi driver was like, I think I'm going to take... Something, something, something. Mm-hmm. Rankin's like, no, I saw that that was very packed in the air on the way in. Yeah. I'm like, holy cow. Like, you <laughs> know exactly impressive. what road that is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was that was really packed when I flew in, so take this, you know. Yeah. Um, well, Rankin and Chip are the first team to arrive at the anchor, and it says, make your way to the southeast entrance of Devil's Stadium. Sun Devil Stadium. Oh, Sun Devil Stadium. Which is, uh... Probably University of Arizona. Football team. Arizona State. University of Arizona. Arizona State. Mm-hmm. Sun Devils are playing SUU on Thursday. Oh, are they? <laughs> Our alma mater. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Riken and Chip got the clue. They head to the stadium. John and Kelly are right after them. And it's also kind of rainy in Phoenix, mm-hmm. too. And so, like, the sidewalk is slippery, and John tries to jump over this little wall, and he slips, and I audibly went, <gasps> Yeah. He just his whole body is flung into this wall and he just keeps going that'd be so embarrassing (laughs) that would be oh my gosh last night i had 16 people here last night playing bunko like 16 of my neighbors and jeff came down the stairs and he fell down the stairs in front of everybody (laughs) oh my gosh and you're like yeah that's my husband (laughs) yeah somebody was like well he knows how to make an entrance doesn't he So I texted him after. I'm like, are you embarrassed? Are you hurt? Are you fine? He's like, no, it's fine. Did Our he cr- not come all the way down? No, he did. Like, because it was like at the bottom of the steps oh. that he fell. And so everybody was looking at him and he just like got what he came down to get and went back upstairs. It's <laughs> like, don't look at me. I, I thought it was one of my kids at first and I was like waiting for a cry. And then I saw Jeff's like long legs like go up in the air. <laughs> he starts like, to cry. <laughs> he's fine yeah when you have socks on our carpet like our carpet on the stairs is pretty slippery (laughs) so i'm pretty sure all of us have slipped on the stairs at some point that's funny 
Anyway, <laughs> so they find the clue at the Sun Devil Stadium. Uh, Chip and Ray can get there first, and the clue says, what does it say? It says, to find your next clue, solve the following puzzle. Happy Valentine's Day, white plus white. Yes. That's it. So they have to figure out that they have to get to section 214, row 33, and state 11. Because the white, there's like the last name of somebody white, who was number 33, and somebody white, who's number 11. With the last name white. Not the color white. Yeah. <laughs> and A white man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and 214 is like the month and day of Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Which is kind of confusing. Yeah. Yeah, Reckon and Chip start at the bottom and they're like, section 2, row 14, and yeah, yeah. it's not even close. And they they don't look up at the white. To try thing. to find the white, yeah. So then they're like, let's go to 214, section 214 upstairs. And they're kind of just like running around 214 and happen to yeah. see it. They never yeah, they, figure out the white. Thing. Yeah. And then Chip, Chip sees it and he's like, quick, stay there. I'm like, that's confusing. <laughs> Do you... <laughs> Yeah, because he went up higher, and Raikin was still at the bottom of that section. Yeah. He's like, yeah, quick, stay there. But he wanted him, they wanted to hurry and leave that section. Move, yeah. So John and Kelly didn't see, or give him, like, a hint. <laughs> and they, John and Kelly arrive at the stadium and read the clue and head in. And Raikin and Chip are rushing out to read the clue. They don't read it right there. They Yeah, they kind of go under in a tunnel. And it says, make your way to park- the parking lot of Papa- Papago Park. Pa- it's P-A-P-A-G. Yeah, I don't know if it's Papago or Papago. Papago Park. Get on bikes and ride along the marked path to the finish line. <sighs> this is the first time we've had bikes to the finish line, too. Yeah. So that's a little bit different. Kelly figures out the clue. She's like, try row 33 seat 11 and she finds it and john says good job babe and i was like i think that's the first time that he's told her good job in this yeah. whole race <laughs> uh but Riken and chip pull up to that park first and get on the bikes and head in and the music pretty much is telling us that they're the winners it's like, so like no... triumphant yeah. you know it's and like john and kelly are not far behind them but like the music is pretty obvious yeah they're gonna win and they do team number one which we told you guys the last couple episodes, we knew who won. Because mm-hmm. we had seen it pop up somehow, somewhere. And I was not super happy about that over the last couple of episodes. Yeah. I really want wanted David and Jeff to win. I, that's who I would have been rooting for. Or Kelly, specifically, yeah. to win. Or Riken specifically. I didn't want Chip to right? win. Or John if to win. John, or if Kelly and Riken could have been on a team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, Riken and Chip pull up to the, the mat, and Phil says, four continents, 24 cities, 44,000 miles. It's, it's interesting that he says cities this time. Yeah. Because eight, but it's only eight countries. Mm-hmm. Maybe because they're like, wow, we only went to eight countries yeah. this time? We got to say something more impressive. Yeah, because <laughs> when they were, like, in Italy, they went to two cities. In India, they went to two cities. Mm-hmm. In Malaysia, they went to two cities. They stayed in... Australia, they went to two cities. Yeah. They stayed in the same place in a lot of countries. And they're the winners of the million dollars. And they're so happy. Mm-hmm. And John and Kelly are not far behind them. And Kelly is really sad. John is super supportive of her, though. Yeah, and you could tell she was, like, trying not to cry. Mm-hmm. But then when Phil said, you're team number two, she was just like, bah. Yeah. 
even though it was obviously our team number two. Yeah. But when you said it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, you're officially yeah. telling me I'm trying to hold it in, but no, I can't. And John is like, for her to be the last woman, she's so strong and impressive and mm-hmm. I love her and they had nice things to say about each other and yeah. And then we have Chip. He's like talking to the whole group. You know, we have all the racers from the whole season <laughs> It's, like, so fun to see. There's so many that I forget about. Yeah. But it's so fun to see them. And, I like, Steve and Dave standing there, yeah. around, like, smiling. Like, I miss them. I love them. And a few of the others are just so memorable. And then a few of the others are like, oh, I forgot oh, I about totally you. I totally forgot you were here. <laughs> but Chip says, um, this just proves that we're all so much alike. We are all Americans. <laughs> We are just, and he says, we're teammates of these guys, and we just happen to be gay. <laughs> I know. I thought that and, was weird, too. Like, to say, like, mention something about being gay and the first gay team to win and stuff like that. That's is yeah. good. But for him, like, we're all Americans. We're all Americans. <laughs> <laughs> it was just weird. I know. And to think of something on the spot at the time, it would I know. be hard. Uh, I would just be like, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Yay, we won. <laughs> yeah. And then we get back to David and Jeff. <laughs> And they're, like, in Hawaii National... Or the Volcano National Park, like, on the top of a volcano, lava field. In the middle of the night, it seems like. Yeah. It's raining. Well, because if they landed in Phoenix at 8.15, it was was probably... What time in Hawaii? 2.15? I think they're, like, four hours. Anyways, it was... It was middle... Dark. Yeah. Middle of the night. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And the clue that they open says chip and Raiken have crossed the finish line john and kelly were second and they were like oh are you serious but they kind of knew i mean they didn't think they were gonna win they were funny because when they were walking up to the clue box david's like are we the first ones <laughs> yeah and they both start laughing so yeah. hard because they knew that they were they not, were not. <laughs> <laughs> and they the whole time they were reading that clue and just like laughing they were so happy still and they were you know just positive and it's so disappointing because they ran a really good race yeah and just that one thing at the very end that one bad decision to go to sydney was the end of it for them and when you watch that part it doesn't seem like one person was responsible for it like yeah david was the only one that's like we have to go to sydney yeah or jeff it was they both were just kind of i mean and they didn't even ask once they got to Sydney, they were making a million phone calls and asking a million questions and doing all this work. But it's like, that, that why, why did you not do that before? Yeah, they ran such a good race until the very last leg. And we have the post, post like, Matt interviews and stuff like that. And Kelly and John, like we said, are saying nice things about each other and are in love and happy, sad that they lost, but had a good experience and stuff like that. And Riken and Chip are saying that they're, like, in love, even more in love than ever. (laughs) And Riken says, the most important thing I've learned on this race is that I'm safe with my partner and can always feel protected when I'm with him. Like, he (laughs) almost killed you. (laughs) He crashed, like, three times on this race. (laughs) (laughs) He literally was just pulling you along and, like, making all these decisions without Uh, you and being so abrupt with everybody and getting so angry about people not speaking English and speeding and crashing your vehicle. It was just kind of like Riken was along for the ride. The thing though, Riken always kind of led them at the airports. 
Yeah, like he kind was, of took the initiative. Yeah, he was really good at talking to people and getting tickets, and he was good in the airports. Yeah, but he was the he was better at staying calm and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, <sighs> the winners of season four, our third all male team in four seasons. Yep. <laughs> so, I'm ready for another girl to win. Yeah, I can't remember who won season five. Well, okay. David and Jeff, our third place team, um, their average was fourth place. No, sorry. Their average was 4.0. They won four legs and then took third overall. David did five roadblocks. Jeff did six. So they were pretty even on that one because mm-hmm. they didn't have to do. Did they do the roadblock? I don't think so. Those swimming and chipping away at the rock. They definitely didn't do that. But wasn't. Was the roadblock before the volcanoes? It was. So they must have done it. They just didn't show it. Because the thing at the volcano was make your way to the anchor of the USSR. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We'll never know, I guess. And, yeah, there's not really much about them now. Um, No post-race info. No Facebook, Instagram, social media. So... It's been 20 years. I hope they're still friends. They're probably not. I well, mean, they might not be like the best I did friends, see. But. I did see that they did. Hold on. Let me find them. Oh, they have the lowest race average of a team who won four legs. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Who figures this stuff out? I know. Like, who has the time to just, like, sit and figure out all these statistics? Yeah, 30, I 34 certainly don't. seasons of 12 teams of <sighs> statistics. <laughs> But they did win the most legs in season four. Um, this right here says they were featured on CBS.com gallery celebrating National Best Friends Day in 2015. Okay. So that was much more recent than 2003. So yeah. hopefully they're still friends. Nice. So second place team, John and Kelly, their average was 3.85. They won one leg. Kelly did two roadblocks and John did ten. So, yeah. Yeah. Very uneven on that one. She did the tire change thing in France. What was the yeah. other one she did? Um, I can find out. She did. Um, in She did one in India. In India. What was that? India to Malaysia. So, it was probably in Malaysia. But I don't remember. Neither. Um, they did get married. And they are still married. And they have two boys, two kids. That surprised me that they were I know. still together, but I'm you happy. Were, you were surprised. You you called that they would not be together. Yeah. I'm glad they are. I want yeah. people to be together and happy, so yeah. yeah, I'm glad they proved me wrong. Yeah, and their Facebook. She's so pretty. Yeah, and, she is. And it looks like they do a lot of traveling. John looks the same. Yeah, he does. She looks the same, too. Like, just a little bit more mature, but John's face is, like, the exact same. Yeah, and she has bigger hair. Yeah, a little bit longer. A couple of these pictures look like Park City. Anyway, yeah. So fun. I'm so happy for them. And I'm sure that this race was definitely a... Make it or break it. Yeah, kind of like a test for their... Like, if we can do this, we can do anything. Yeah. That was surprisingly and unfortunately not the case for chip and raken mm-hmm. I, i'm not surprised i literally like these last couple episodes i'm like i really don't think they make it in the long run 
So they broke up not too long after the race, mm-hmm. it seems like. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so their average was 3.15. They only took first place twice, though. The one with the roadblock and the finale. The one with the fast forward. That's, I don't, I read roadblock right with, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's very surprising. I don't like, because they seem like a strong team this whole time. They only won twice. Yeah. Maybe we're at the front. I mean, they were like second place probably a lot, but. Only two first place and it was because of a fast forward. And then, I mean, the last one's the only one that really matters, so. Yep. Yeah, you could win no legs and still win the end. And let's see, they took second one, two, three, four, five times. And third twice. So they were definitely always in the first few teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were the first LGBT racers. First, um, The first racers? No. What does it say? This says Raikkonen and Chip were the first LGBT racers and the first gay team to win the race. Yeah. The first racers and gay team okay. to win the race. That's a weird wording, but... Yeah. The first gay team to win the race. Because John and Bill were also life partners. <laughs> yeah. Um, as well as the first romantically involved couple to win. I found that interesting. Because mm-hmm. they've had... That's just been like teams of friends mm-hmm. so far. They don't... They didn't count <laughs> Zach and Flo as a romantically involved couple. Oh, jeez. No. <laughs> um though Riken and chip were not legally married since same-sex marriage was not recognized in the u.s at the time they protested to cbs to allow their tag to say married and cbs relented is what it says they were the only team on this season to incur a penalty and they were the first first team to outright have the highest racing average and then win the race so I think like in season three, uh, who was the second place team? And I'm like forgetting three? everything. It wasn't Terry and Ian were second yeah. place. Second? Yeah. So okay. who was third place? <laughs> well, fourth place was the twins. Yeah. Oh, Ken and Gerard. Yeah. So I wonder who had a higher placing than Zach and Flo. And the, to still win. I don't know. Um... Who are Ken and Gerard? The brothers. The funny brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen here, Maria Von Trapp. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like already. I know. Once we watch one, we just like kind of, it goes out of our minds. Mm-hmm. And that's why when we're watching these and I know I've seen them, but I don't remember anything. And I hope people are not like. Gosh, like, how can they be doing this podcast if they don't know anything about this race? How, if they don't, like, know every single team and every single race yeah. statistic. But I think it's kind of fun because it's like... We're watching it as we go along. Yeah. Kind of, or, like, we're re- realizing things as we go along mm-hmm. or we're learning as we go. Yeah. We don't just already know It's everything. It's like a genuine reaction and not, like, mm-hmm. something that we already have seen mm-hmm. and yeah i mean we have seen it but <laughs> once it gets to a few of the more recent seasons we definitely have better memory of it but yeah. some of these far away ones we just do not know but okay so let's go back to chip and Riken. chips he has a facebook um 
he do i want to say this out loud if you're listening chip i'm really sorry but you look old (laughs) well so if any of you are listening and want to look up for yourself look up Riken's facebook and then look up chips yeah the contrast is because she saw Riken first (laughs) and he basically looks the same but like even more handsome yeah buffer more tattoos yeah he has like a chest and arm full Mm -hmm. of tattoos it looks like he does have a current partner too oh he also dated lance bass for a couple years yeah which is notable Riken, not chip um so yeah Riken, it looks great for how old he is now which is 49 yeah and then chip is 56 and looks it yeah our, our parents are 56, and he looks older than them. Yeah, the, the picture, like, his profile picture is, he's in the water, and his hair is, like, kind of gray, but, like, the water made his hair, like, just kind of, like, matted and wet, and it, yeah. I don't know, it just made him look older. I, yeah, I'm sad that they're not together anymore. Not, like, hugely surprised, but also... I thought they would have stayed together for a couple of years, mm-hmm. but it seems like they broke up pretty quickly after. Yeah. And it didn't seem like they were fighting a lot. Yeah. I think Chip was just overbearing, and Riken is just a person He's who... He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> or just Riken is a person who goes along with, with you know, what's mm-hmm. going around him, and is easy, easy going. Yeah. And, yeah. They got married in 1999... And then this aired in 2003, and that's when they broke up. So, yeah. In 2003. So, they were together for like three, four years. Yeah. Yeah. And I was doing some post race, like researching too. So, Riken, like, he dated Lance Bass. He was on a TV, like, a bunch of TV shows. He released an album. <laughs> he <laughs> had, like, a, a calendar for years of, like, his body. Oh, my gosh. And he did, like, a lot of stuff like that. Which is interesting because he seems very soft, like soft spoken and not super out there. Yeah, but he's really handsome. But he was on a bunch of sh- TV and and then Chip is into like politics. Mm-hmm. And he was the first gay man to. Cause he was the person. He was a rep- representative in Florida that put in the electoral college vote. You know, hmm. and he was the first gay man. Of Florida to submit an electoral college vote for president of the United States. I'm usually the one that does the what the teams are up to after the race. But I have been pretty busy today. <laughs> and I forgot that I had to go do something when I was going to watch the race. And so I started watching it really late. And Sadie basically watched it twice. So yeah. she did all the post-race stuff for me. Researching while she... But, while I, yeah, yeah, while I finished the But you did episode. add a few things I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to Florida for a training tomorrow night. So I'll probably be editing some of these episodes like in the airport and on the airplane. Yeah. And we'll release these last four on August. What is it? 30th? 30th. And we have to watch 12 episodes in four weeks so that we can these october's episodes but we're getting faster and faster Mm -hmm. yeah the editing is becoming easier we're getting better at um (laughs) not saying um (laughs) even though i just did that and yeah we say yeah a lot but yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> I don't even know what else to say now. It was, what was your, ov- like, the season overall? Oh, okay. Um, I think it wasn't as exciting as the other seasons leading up to it. Uh, I think the people from season one, two, and three were more memorable. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad there was, like, a gay team that won. But I wish more women made it further on in the season. Mm-hmm. And they did have a lot of tasks and stuff that were just really quick physical tasks that you just finished right away. Not very many mental tasks at all. Mm-hmm. The only thing was that last thing in the stadium that they basically yeah it didn't take very long. So I'm hoping to see more mental tasks in the future. I wonder when they start implementing like that final memorization. Because yeah. on the first leg, there was that fun one that they were at that party that they had to look at the masks and be yeah that's i love those ones yeah so i was like ooh, more of those and there wasn't really. <laughs> we got our hopes up and then because and it shows because john basically did everything mm-hmm. so they were more physical for sure yeah <sighs> okay but it was a good season they're all good yeah i mean i don't think there's a season <laughs> that i hate or was like eh, whatever okay well thank you so much for listening to season four We're very excited to move on to season five, and we'll see you guys in a few weeks. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch, or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review, and share with your friends, and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening. Bye.